What up, y'all? It's DJ MV. And I am Kia Casey. And it's another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Yes, in today's podcast, I'm tired of talking about coronavirus. And I am as well. I'm tired of listening to on the radio. So let's not. I'm no, sure they're getting enough no, no, of we, their fill via have, the media. We have media. to talk about it. We got to help people get through it. I think we could come up with some great ideas. Um, first of all, please stay off the streets. Please, I, I, I've seen you guys in Florida in New York, in Jersey, in Philly, in Atlanta, stay off the streets so this thing can stop spreading and we can get back out there and making the money. Please, I beg you. And baby, I just want to say I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart because when she told me about coronavirus, I laughed at her. Me and the kids, we laughed. We thought it was some bullshit. I didn't think at all they would shut America down. And they did. Gia pulled out the kids, pulled the school, pulled the kids out of school weeks ago. And uh, I doubted you. And I'm sorry. Yes, because when I first started telling him about it Mm -hmm. and my concerns, he said things to me like, so what, we just supposed to hide from this thing? I was like, uh, yeah. I never thought they were going to stop the money. He was like, so what, we just going to pull the kids out of school? I was like, um, yeah. And we borderline got into an argument or two or three about the seriousness with which I was taking it and the lack of seriousness with which he was taking it. Correct. And um, it really wasn't until his shows, parties, hostings, and appearances got canceled that he actually started to believe me. The money stopped. It was when the money stopped. And I didn't mention it on the podcast because he made me feel as though I was being panicky. Correct. And paranoid. Correct. That I was overreacting. Correct. But when we first started hearing about what was going on in China, in my opinion, the trajectory showed that it would reach the United States Mm -hmm. when I didn't know, but I figured that once one person got infected, another person would get infected and it would pretty much spiderweb infinitely as as it is there's no vaccine no treatment no cure no nothing so in my mind from that time it had no choice but to become a huge thing and i was really really worried so i sat him madison and logan down in the bedroom now this mind you this is a week after she said she thought that she had lyme disease (laughs) no it wasn't (laughs) it was it was like a week it was like a week after gia said she had lyme disease no i started talking about it before the lyme disease but when i sat them down it might have been around that time right and i told them that we needed to start shopping we needed to prepare for an emergency I was concerned that schools were going to close, that business were going to close, mm-hmm. um, that the stock market was going to crash. Um, I'm still worried, and it hasn't happened yet, but about electricity issues, potential water issues, things of that nature. I told him that his shows were probably going to get canceled. Um, I told him the Breakfast Club was probably going to continue because, worst case scenario, they could broadcast from home. Correct. Um, but I pretty much said we might be headed for a great depression. That's right. And they literally laughed at me. I did. I have one friend, Rashid. I love you to death. He's the only person that I could talk to about it Mm -hmm. and pretty much ping pong ideas back and forth with because he's the only other person that I knew that halfway took it seriously. And we started strategizing Amongst ourselves. And it wasn't, again, until we went to BJ's. That was the first time that you were like, all right, maybe. When they had no Poland Springs. 
They had no, what is it, five or six ninety nine, twenty four packs of Poland Springs left. Correct. They only had twenty two ninety nine Smart Water in Fiji, and then he was like, "Oh, this is a problem." Right. Yeah. So um, it is a problem, but um, this is something that we have to deal with. I mean, for myself, I mean, the the biggest thing that I'm missing for myself, I don't know about for you, is one seeing my parents. Um, we just can't. I can't go over and see them. I can't take that risk. Yeah. And the reason being is, I don't know if I'm, I'm I'm asymptomatic. I don't know if if she's asymptomatic. We don't know if we have it. We've been out, but we don't know. Um, we hope, we pray. We don't think we have it. Uh, there are no symptoms, but... I mean, there, there are symptoms, but there are people... No, we don't have any symptoms, I mean. We don't have any symptoms, Correct. but there are people who have it and are asymptomatic. Correct. And are out there spreading it. Right. So we don't know. So we decided to... Uh, basically self-quarantine, stay inside, uh, either at our house or here at the office when nobody's here. Um, but I can't see my parents. So I don't, I don't want to give them something. And they're saying for a lot of older people that they don't make it. So I, you know, we haven't really seen them. We FaceTime them. I haven't, you know, the other day we just pretty much dropped off water and and food and stuff like that on (laughs) their back porch. (laughs) So we picked up a lot of necessities, the Mm -hmm. same things that you guys are probably out there trying to acquire. And we go to his parents' house in Queens and he drops it off on the back porch. So he calls up to his father. He's like, hey, just want to let you know we dropped the stuff off on your back porch. And he's like, his dad is like, well, where are you? And Rajon's like, we're pulling off. We're now we're in front of the house because his house, there's a back alley and then the front porch. So he's like, yeah, we're pulling off in front of your house right now. And they're like, hey, 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 hold on. We want to see you guys. So Rajon was like, no, like we can't see you. We can't talk to you. We don't want to be anywhere near you. So his parents literally came out and sat on the porch and we sat in the car with the windows down and had maybe an hour long conversation. That's right. In that fashion. And every time he tried to get close to the car, I rolled well, the windows the window. up. <laughs> it's like you guys are, and your parents, they're, they're another, they're two other ones. Right. Like they did not take it seriously. I called them. I warned them even that day. And this was like, what, maybe two weeks ago mm-hmm. that we did this. Mm-hmm. They did not take it seriously like they were sitting there laughing and joking with us that we didn't want to come into contact with them yeah and i'm hoping that you guys are taking it serious i see a lot of people still on spring break running around the city out in uh miami Miami, out in florida uh out in even new york city running around i mean it's something you got to take serious and i know being in a house for a long time can make you a little stir crazy but you just got to do things i mean we talked about it before uh, it's difficult for the kids. Oh, and the second thing that I, I'm, we're probably going to miss is Madison's graduation. Madison's graduating from high school, going to college, so we probably won't get a chance to see her walk with her class. Uh, we won't. She won't be going to prom this year. So those are the things that I really, you know, these are the things that I really were excited to see. Of course. So, and it's the type of thing that you can't really recreate mm-mm. once the time has passed. You know, she can't be a freshman in college if this whole thing you know, gets figured out somehow by then and try to redo your senior prom or mm-hmm. your it's senior graduation. It's just a wrap. It's just a it's big a yeah. fail. So, so, you know, we, we look at it, we try to make things as fun and normal as possible for our kids. So for instance, you know, Logan, who's 16 years old, I sat in on one of his classes and it's just not no real class. The teacher's trying it's to virtu- teach. Like you, you, it's like a you virtual guys class. Kids. It's a virtual it's, class. There's kids in there. And now they want uh they wanted all the kids, because Logan goes to Catholic school, so they wanted Logan to wear to to dress up in his, home, in his uniform every day to sit in front of his laptop. Yeah, so 
And the funny thing is, is I'm watching, I'm watching Logan, and I'm, and, and the teacher's like, Tom, Tom, put your shirt on, Tom. You can't be in class without a shirt on. She's telling him, Michael, brush your hair, Michael. Your hair looks crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there like, yo, these kids are in bed, man. It's like, it's bad enough that these kids can't leave. They're stuck in the house all day. Let them do, I mean, I guess her whole thing was, you can't learn laying in bed. You have to get up and want to learn. But these kids are like, fuck So then they put on their uniform and lay in bed, and then they're going to learn better? Well, she wants them to sit up and all that other stuff. But these kids are in, in a position where it's like they, they can't do anything. I get know? what they're trying to do. I just think, like, nah. And even like uh, London, who's in first grade, she gets a packet every day. And she has to do this work every day. And, well, know, she doesn't really get a packet. Um, her school, they, they're they doing like a, um, you have to check in mm-hmm. their attendance every day, every morning by nine o'clock. You check them in and say, they're attending school right. and the teacher emails all of their work for the day. Mm-hmm. And then once all the work is done, once all the reading is done, then you email and pretty much say that all the work is done and right. they're completed. So now, you know, now we become teachers and, and it's, it, it's, it's very difficult. So we try to do things. Keeping different. everybody stimulated, keeping yeah. everybody learning, keeping everybody happy. Now right. London, she's, <laughs> she's no problem. <laughs> Cause she's like, you have my homework this morning? Yeah. Did you did you download my homework? Yeah, London. Is everything printed out? Can I get more homework? Yeah, London. <laughs> I love homework. Super duper excited. Like, where did we get you from? <laughs> she is super duper excited. Super duper. Yes. Amped. But like we said, we try to do things to keep it creative. So Monday is uh, movie Monday, where we pick a Monday and all of us pick as a, a family pick a movie. And all of us as a family watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Tuesday is Taco Tuesday, where we all come in the kitchen and we cook. Tacos. And we know. set it up buffet yeah. style. So yeah, even Brookie is making her own little messy taco yeah. and eating it and loving it. Like, oh, this is the best taco ever, you know? Wednesday is wacky. Wednesday, the kids wear whatever they want. Uh, they dress me in whatever they want me to wear. It's just a wacky day. Uh, Thursday is thoughtful Thursday where you do something thoughtful for somebody else in just the house. It's something you wouldn't normally do. Right. It's, some, it's a day that kind of evokes you to... Really just do something out of the ordinary, thoughtful. And, and for Friday, Gia calls it Foodie, Foodie Friday. Friday. I call it Pizza Friday, Pizza Day. Uh, and the reason I, I, I call it Pizza Friday is because I know Brooklyn and Jackson have pizza every Friday for school. Right. So I kind of want to keep the keep it normal. you know. Right. But really what we do is we make all of their favorite foods. Right. Right. So, so. And we do it as a family. So it's fun. So whether you guys do that, whether you name your days or you pick other ways to make being home fun and exciting, that's really what you need to do to keep the sanity in the house and to keep the happiness level up. And remember, you know, you guys can go out in your front yards or your backyards or your alleyways or whatever and do fun things. And thank God now the weather. Yeah. Well, it was, it was nice a couple of days ago, but we're trying to like, I taught London how to play basketball. We were playing basketball in the backyard. We lowered the rim to like six feet where she can shoot. Um, I think we're going to do, I think, on, I think on the weekends, I think we should do like a dance party where I set up the DJ equipment. We play music. Everybody dances and cooks mm-hmm. in the kitchen. I think we should do things like that just to, to, to have a fun vibe in the house because, I mean, it's only been a week. And I ain't going to lie. It, it, it feels like it's been three months. Like, Three months, though. You know what it is? I, I'm just so used to moving and shaking and baking. Like You don't sit down well. Right. Like, it's hard for you to sit still. Like, when you... Have- oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> when you have to sit down and not Paper go, towels, go, please. go, mm-hmm. it's like... Break you're like... Events. I'm sorry. You almost get fidgety. 
Like, I got to do something. Like, I, he's been cleaning the basement. Yeah. I mean, he's see, been selling sneakers on StockX. Yeah. You know what it is? It's just things for me to do. It's like, um, I got it. I really enjoy moving. And I, and I feel like sometimes when I'm sitting down, I'm not doing anything like for even my, even my, my, my assistant. I usually sp- I speak to her 17 times a day, even like hey, when, I, when I speak to her, when I speak to her once a day, it just feels odd. I feel like I'm not working like, but it's really <laughs> nothing to do. It's really nothing for her to do, you know? So it's like, I just like to do things and take advantage of some of the time where, you know, maybe we didn't have, maybe do things in the house that I wanted to do that I always said, ah, I'll do it my next free time. I'm too tired. I'm too tired. So now that I'm down there, I have a sneaker closet filled, filled with sneakers that I don't wear too anymore. Maybe they're too small or maybe they're just sneakers that used to hurt my feet that I would just usually be like, you know what? I'm gonna wear them sneakers anyway. Cause they fly. But now I'm like, I ain't wearing them sneakers no more. So it's like, I get a chance to, you know, clean out the closet, even some of the kids toys and clothes and clothes that I had. I gave uh, Sean rented a dumpster mm-hmm. and they brought a dumpster to the house and he's literally been unloading mm-hmm. the whole basement, mm-hmm. like just doing a clear out, mm-hmm. which I is gave, great. It's like I purging. Gave, I think I gave S dot the camera guy. I think I gave him like 70 starter jackets, mm-hmm. all of them like never worn before. Some of them still in plastic and tags. I still have like a hundred jerseys mm-hmm. to give away. And I think they, I mean, they're, they're like size 5X and size 56. So they were like, I don't, I don't even know how you allow me to wear that stupid size. I complain, complained about it constantly. I don't know. but Like you weighed 150 pounds wearing like clothes for Biggie. I know. Like, I, I, know. Like, I know. And you thought it was cute. I know. It was know. like out of control. But try, but try to do things that, you know, you usually couldn't get done. You know, whether it's cleaning around the house, um, you know, sometimes your house is a little dirty and you'd be like, you know what? It's dirty. Yeah, well, well, clean it up. My kids asked for chores. The yeah. little ones, not mm-hmm. the big ones. The little ones, they came with their construction paper. Like, can I have my list of chores for the day? And I'm just like, wow, like I definitely wasn't like this when I was a kid. Yeah. So I'm so grateful for them. But they kind of follow me around and they're helping and they're doing things and you know we're really making a lot of fun out of it and i think that this is kind of like the silver lining Mm -hmm. behind the storm clouds Mm -hmm. it's as though now people are appreciating their family and spending much needed time with their family and like love is getting regenerated it Mm -hmm. seems like you're seeing it everywhere you know and it's a beautiful thing because it's not the type of thing that you would really see before but now that i guess people have no choice or whatever they're like oh well let me make the best of it and now families are bonding and whatnot so it's really beautiful right now if you don't have a family and you can make it fun too all right um for our relationship i want to do things fun too so five days a week hold on is this a setup no I feel like this is a setup. I'm just saying like for couples, because some people don't have kids. So they can do movie Monday, but there's other things they can do. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) What? Go ahead. Let me let you proceed. All right. Manscaped Mondays. (laughs) Manscaped Monday Uh is you manscape and you take care of your your, your pubic hairs. That's Manscaped Mondays. Men and women. You had to say all of that. They knew what you meant. They knew what you meant. Okay. Titty Tuesday. Stop it. You're making this up as you go along. No, <laughs> titty Tuesday. You got to keep the relationship sparking. This is where you, you know, you can titty fuck. Go on t- Tuesday. Come on, Rashawn. It's for real. 
Wet Wet Wednesday. Where did you get this? Is, is this a meme? <laughs> no. Did you make this up? No, this is me. I just thought about this. Wet Wet Wednesday. You make sure the vagina is wet wet. Just her. Just her. Well, her yeah. would only have a vagina. Uh, right, that's Not him. <laughs> right, Thursday. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Let me what? think. Let me see. I got nothing. Two finger Thursday. You just, this is where you. Come on, Rashawn. <laughs> what? I'm just spicing up a relationship. Two finger Thursday. Lay down, watch a movie. Two finger Thursday. Right? Perfect. High five. Okay? Maybe not Corona. All right. Friday. Friday. What? Oh, I know what Friday is. What? Go ahead. No, don't go ahead. Can we scrap this whole line of conversation? I don't know. Fuck this shit out of her Fridays. That's Fridays. You just make sure she's screaming on Fridays. You can start Monday. Ready to get to the email of the week? Like, it's just... I give you all Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday is your break, guys. So you get yourself back together back It's Monday. just foul that I have to absorb, like, all this embarrassment off of you. Like... I mean, keep the relationship spicy. You know? Like... I could have said spicy. I don't think it's fair. I could have said spicy I think you should clear stuff like this with me before you just, like, you know? You ready to get Say to it on our podcast. It's just foul, I'm saying. Okay. I'm tired of apologizing for you, too. Okay. But I'm sorry for that. We'll I be- did not co-sign that <laughs> at all. You won't be sorry on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to the email of the week. You ready for the email of the week? <laughs> what? You still mad at me? Don't these pajamas look so lovely? These are her favorite poop pajamas that I made her wear. She has two pair. She no, wear, I have a lot more than two pairs. Well, you wear this one this week, and then you're wearing another pair like this, similar next week. These are her favorite pajamas. When I want to piss her off, I just put these pajamas off. <laughs> I put them on, no underwear, balls just hanging all over the place, and she loves it. <laughs> oh, maybe she didn't know that. All right, let me get wait, to the, what? Let me get to wait, the email. Wait, hold on, wait, what? 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 Huh? what? You put What'd my you pajamas on? Yeah. With no underwear on? Yep. You know, <laughs> well, let's get to the email of the week. Hey, NVN gear. I'm a listener from London and I love your podcast and listen to every episode. You have an amazing, beautiful family and give such good, thoughtful advice. And I wanted your opinion on something. Please keep me anonymous. I've been with my boyfriend for three years and we are deeply in love. He is my best friend and I love him so much. I want to spend the rest of my life with him. Of course, he is not perfect. And one of the things that bothers me very much is that he doesn't post me on his social media Mm. in particular Instagram at the start of our relationship. He used to post pictures of me with captions about how lucky he is to have me and how I'm an amazing woman, et cetera, et cetera. That lasted for about a year. Fast forward two years. And now he doesn't post me at all. A long time ago, he cleaned up his Instagram and deleted most of his pictures, which included everything of me. Now he refuses to post me. He has given me different reasons (laughs) over the years about why he doesn't post me. At first, it was that he wanted to use his page more for a business page and doesn't want to post his personal life. He is a DJ. Okay. But then occasionally he posts his friends, which makes me question him. 
Then he said that he needs to build up his followers as he is hosting events that women are less likely to follow him if he posts pictures with his girlfriend. Then he said that he doesn't want to post me because he doesn't want guys that he know that he knows on there to try to follow me and like his girl's pics. He also says <laughs> that he wants to keep his relationship private. And he once said that he doesn't want to piss off his baby mother who can be very manipulative. That word, what's the word? Manipulative. What? <laughs> Man, manipulative. Manipulative. You, you know the goddamn manipulative. word. Yeah, hit that word. <laughs> and jealous of our relationship. He just seems uh, to use whichever reason comes to his head that day. He has some pictures of his friends up and one picture of his son. I go through phases where I'm accepting of it and think, well, I'm secure in our relationship. Maybe I shouldn't then let it bother me. she gets resentful. But then I go through phases where it really upsets and angers me. And I just can't seem to get over it because he doesn't post me. It makes me not post him because I don't want to look like the fool who posts him and he doesn't post me. It's a shame because I love him so much and I want to show him off to the world. But I feel like he doesn't show me off. He didn't even post me on my birthday or on Valentine's Day. And I'm getting very jealous and I get very jealous when I see everyone else's Valentine's post. I've met his friends and family and his son, etc. So I'm definitely not a secret in his life and I trust him and I don't think he's cheating on me. He tells me he loves me every day and I know I'm attractive. So this isn't the issue either. It's not something I'm willing to lose a relationship over, but it seems like he well, no, but it's something that really gets me down and upsets me. It's like we will go out and spend the whole day together and he will he will store everything around me except post me. When I question him, I feel like it makes me sound desperate and needy. And he just says, I don't know why you care about social media and what people think so much. Do you think I'm overreacting or should I just leave it alone? Please, 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 please help. I would love to know your opinion on this. Go. I just read all that shit. I need a chance to fucking... <laughs> <laughs> for the fucking <laughs> Casey Crew mugs. <laughs> Just DM Casey Crew podcast if you want your mug or your wine glass commercial. Bing. Okay, what do you think? Now I need you to go first because you're the guy and you're a DJ. So let's kind of tap into your thoughts. I mean, I think it's but odd. I, before you before you do. <laughs> Before, before you do this issue, I'm sure so many of the people listening and watching right now can relate or has a friend who's complained mm -hmm. that can relate because I've heard this from personal friends and in our DMs and whatnot over and over and over again. So go. Um... <clears throat> now I do know that people, some people don't want to put their relationships on social media. And I do understand that, uh, people just don't want to deal with the scrutiny with people in their business. They feel like if their relationship is off of social media, um, it allows them to keep something to themselves, not, not just open themselves up to the world with everything. <clears throat> um, the reason why this one seems a little strange is because he posted you before. Um, and not only that he posted you before, if you wanted to keep his relationship private, he posts his child with him posting his child and post you mean his life private, his life private. Yeah. With him posting his child and not posting you seems a little odd and strange. Like <laughs> I said, he posted you before and all of a sudden it stopped. Why did it stop? But at that point he said he was cleaning up his in Instagram, like right. basically 
like rebranding right. his Instagram, which when I heard, I'm like, could be possible. Maybe you don't want it to be so personal. Maybe you want it to be more um, business aimed. But you can kind of you can kind of get that right. But she said he's posting pictures of his friends, his friends and his child. Right. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. But then you know. Then it was like, well, he wants more women to follow him, and he feels like if women uh, knew that he had a girl, they would stop following him. And then he said, you know, he didn't want to post her because his friends. Well, what do you think about that? Let's dissect his um, his excuses or his reasons. We don't. We haven't decided whether there are excuses or reasons yet. Um, I, I believe that I do believe that you believe that that's true. I believe that's true. That if, uh, he's a single looking guy and he's a bachelor out there, more women will follow him. I, I agree with that. And cause if, he seems attainable cause he seems attainable. Right. I, that is true. Uh, if he posts pictures of his girl, I think, uh, more women are less likely to follow him. Because he's unattainable. I don't I don't think they would necessarily want to follow somebody that's taken. And he's in an industry where having followers mm-hmm. can generate business. Right. Okay. But he's also in an industry where having a sane home life is <laughs> meant to is meant is it will clear his mental health. Meaning he doesn't want to come home and have a problem with his girlfriend that he lives with or that he stays with. If he knows that this is a problem and this is something that his girlfriend likes because she wants to post him. And she wants to look on his page and see herself and knows that that's her man. I think that's more important than anything. Those followers are not going to make him any more money. If I have 1.8 million followers or 1.1, it's not like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to make more money off of that. Off of that. I'm not. And if he's a, but a DJ, lot of people think that, though, that's not true. But if he's a DJ and he's a good DJ, people will follow him regardless. It mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily matter. Um, but I, you did say that you thought that it's potentially true. That if he looks single, it makes him more appealing. Right. Right. But I. But who cares what people look at you on Instagram? No, I'm just saying, well, let's dissect all right. of his. But if you're a good DJ and you get busy at the clubs, people are going to want to hire you and want to support you regardless. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a girl came up to me and was like, yo, you ain't rock because you got a wife. And nobody ever came up and said that to me. You know, um, they say, yo, you, you killed it. Or, yo, you was dope. Or, yo, you killed that set. Or, but. You- Truth be told, mm-hmm. when you were younger, mm-hmm. when we were a young married couple, when we only had two kids, mm-hmm. I remember you climbing in mm-hmm. your DJ career mm-hmm. and you were on a different radio station and you used to talk about me on the radio all the time. Mm-hmm. Even if we got into an argument, you talk about it on the radio and you talk about the kids. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming home one day and telling you, like, you should stop. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't mention me. You shouldn't mention. Well, you know, it's OK if you mention the kids, but you shouldn't mention me because it really does. It shows that you're off the market and having more females interested or supporting you or thinking that you're attainable is better for your DJ career. Correct. I definitely did feel that way. Right. And that's how I thought that you should move. Not that you should be out there flirting or anything like that, but I didn't think that I needed to be on front street or I needed to be someone that, you know, you talked Mm -hmm. about and people had to associate me with you or anything Mm -hmm. like that. So I do get that. Don't you get that? Um, I did. I'm not saying that it's the best way to go about it. I'm just saying I, I definitely did share in that thought in at a certain point in our lives. I did, but then I think I grew up 
And I don't give a fuck what people think. No, 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 I know. I know, but I mean, he could look at that way that and say, this is the way I want, I want to do, but that's it's not It's just right. about gaining some type of potential understanding for right. what he might be talking about right. and whether we can gauge whether we believe it or not. Right. Do you know I mean, what I mean? I mean so he, is it realistic? Yeah, yeah I think it, it's realistic, it, it is right? realistic. I mean, maybe, okay. maybe he's absolutely positively doing nothing, but the whole thing is if his girlfriend, the person he's been with for three years is saying, look, I have a problem with it. It bothers me. It makes me feel uneasy. And you really love her and you really want to please her and make her happy. I think make her happy. That That's what it is. You know what I mean? Who cares? Pick up the card. Hmm? Read the second to last sentence in that email. Uh, when he says something to the effect of like, what do you care about what people think or what social media thinks anyway? Right. Yeah, how, did he he, said how did he put that? He says, uh, when I question him, I feel like he makes me sound desperate and needy. And he just says, I don't know why you care about social media and what people think so much. What do you think about that? Because that's the type of thing that when she's in an argument with her man and he says that, how does she respond? That seems like a solid point, right? Mm -hmm. I would feel... If I was hit with that and I'm her in this disagreement, like, I'd be like, ah, oh, that was just like the winning blow. No. I like, mean, how, how do I tell you that it does mean so much to me without feeling pathetic and pitiful and desperate? Right. All you got to say is, I don't give a fuck what people think. I care. I don't care how I feel. Okay. I feel like I'm not being taken. Like, I'm not loved. Mm-hmm. You put everything on that page that you love. Maybe it's not me. everything. It's his friends a couple of times and his son you a couple your of friend, times. Your child, what else is there to love? You probably put your friends, your child, your car, and yourself. And you, you probably put your mom and your parents. Why not me? Maybe, maybe not. You know, you mm-hmm. put those things that you love on that page, but you don't put me. And it makes me feel away. way. Mm-hmm. Just like as a kid, they tell you to put a, you know, do a board of your family and the people <laughs> that you love. Your dad goes there and you be like, I don't see myself. Yeah, it's going to make you feel away. And that's how... So Instagram is like that board. For her? For her? Yeah, it is. Well, for, I think for everybody. I think that's really... Yeah, Instagram is that the board. The thing, yeah. you know, and I think most people, and it again, it's usually women that are caught in this pickle mm-hmm. that feel unappreciated, un- unloved, and as though the fact that their person doesn't post them, it means that they don't love them, they're not proud of them, maybe they're not attractive or that their man is cheating on them. Right. Or, or, and it like could those be, are the common thoughts. Those are, I mean, those are the common thoughts or it could be, and I don't know how you look, mom. So I'm not trying to be disrespectful. She said she's attractive. Everybody says that they're attractive. I don't think everybody says that they're attractive. She right. clearly but it might feels be that some, she's attractive. It might so be something it that they post that maybe somebody made fun of or people made fun of and, he feels funny posting that because he doesn't want me. Like, right, let's just say she has a big forehead. I, I don't know. Let's just say. And every time he posts a picture of her, they joke her forehead. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? I don't want her joke. Don't joke her forehead. So I just don't post a picture. I love her forehead. Not everybody else has to love her forehead. So then he should just delete comments and block people. No, he doesn't want to. Maybe he doesn't want to do that all day. Because he's trying to increase his followers. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, no, I, 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 mean, I mean, that could be something too. But all I'm saying is if she has a problem with it, Easy way to fix it, post a picture of your girl. That That's all it is. But now let fuck me, what people now, say. Like you said, you don't care about social media. Why the fuck do you care about social media, but, what people say? Okay. Now, if I were her, mm-hmm. here would be the problem. Let's say everything goes her way, right? right? And 
She has these conversations with him. One day he has a bit a breakthrough and then he's like, I I'll post you. But you know he really doesn't want to. He's doing it because he's under duress. Mm-hmm. You made him. So? In a sense. So? You'd be okay with that as long as the end result was what you wanted? Because for me, I don't really care as much about the end result. I care about the intention. Just like when someone does something that I might perceive as foul. Mm-hmm. I need to know the intention behind that action because if they didn't mean it that way or there might have been something that they didn't consider, then it kind of negates the foul action. Do you see what I mean? The same Mm -hmm. way as if someone does something wonderful for me, if they didn't really want to do it or they were forced to do it or they were given an ultimatum and then they buckled and did it, it takes away from the genuine nature of the action. It takes away from the sincerity of it. So why the hell would I want it? I know that you didn't want to do it to begin with. I'm explaining this to you like this, right? Sometimes guys look at things differently, right? And myself included. Sometimes I don't necessarily think about how it affects you or how you feel. Half the time, not to say that I don't care, but I'm not even thinking. I don't even care because all I'm thinking is getting to that bag. I don't care. I don't I don't necessarily think how it affects you. So he could be thinking, yo, I got to look. I got to look younger. I got to look like I ain't got a girl. I got to look like I'm single. I got to look like I'm a bachelor because I can get more shows, more money, more this, more that. I'm not thinking about how it affects you, me not posting you. I'm just thinking about I got to get to that fucking bag, right? Because I'm serious because Corona comes and fucks the bag up. <laughs> so I got to get the fucking bag before Corona comes. Fuck all that other shit. Corona. I'm not thinking. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> but that's how I'm thinking. Now, I don't know how it affects you. I'm like, yo, babe, I, I don't post because I want to do this. I right, chill. I'm not thinking that you're really hurt, bothered by it. Now, sometimes it got to be like, yo, motherfucker, it hurts. Yo, mother, I don't like this. Right? And if you don't say, I don't like this shit, I'm still not going to be, I'm going to be on my, I right, babe, I right, babe, I right, babe. But now when you say, yo, I don't like that shit, the shit bothers me. Now I'm like, oh, why does it bother you? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I ain't got to get slapped in the back of the head. Like, sometimes you got to slap me in the back of the head and be like, hey. So then you do it and you're just pretty much patronizing me and then I'm supposed to be happy about it? It's not patronizing you. It's sometimes we got to have a conversation. I have to understand where you're coming from. Because for myself, Mm. I'm looking at the bag. Even sometimes when we talk, right? Like, when we talk, you can tell I'm zoned out and I'm not listening, right? (laughs) Right? It's the truth, right? And And when I'm zoned out and I'm not listening, why is it? Because you're thinking about something. The bag. I'm thinking about I mean, the bag. Usually it's right? about, you could be talking. It's usually about business right. or you could something. be talking to me about something in my mind and be like, I gotta call Ben's right now because I gotta have her do da, 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 da. And you'd be like, babe, da, 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 da. and I'll give you a fucked up answer, right? Yeah. And I know how I give you a fucked up answer because you'd be like this. And I'd be like, oh shit. I really didn't hear what she said. He just warned me. I just warned you. Yes. And then I have to come back and be like, hey, babe, I apologize. I'm sorry. Can you re-say what you say? And then you usually be like, no, I'm not saying it. Forget it. It's Clearly it wasn't that important. Clearly it wasn't that important. Right. But I was really looking at this trying to get the bag. And it's not that I was trying to be disrespectful. But it's a perfect example because then I'll be like, don't come and patronize me now. I'm not patronizing you. All of a you. sudden you want to know all about what I was talking about. You didn't care six minutes ago what I was talking about. No, I but didn't. But now you want to know? 
No, I didn't. So no, so you're gonna do me a favor no. by listening to me? No, nope. no, thank you. I'm, I'm not good. Gonna do you a favor. How about I pick up the phone and call somebody that's interested in what I'm talking about? No, no, I'm not gonna pick up a favor. <laughs> and if you call Tyrone, I'm gonna shoot him. But I'm just saying, when it comes to this, I uh, might be like you. Sometimes you gotta get smacked in the back of the head and be like, oh shit. Like, babe, I didn't mean to disrespect you. I was focused on this for our family. But now, I apologize. What's on your mind, mm-hmm. gorgeous? What's on your mind, gorgeous? Uh, huh? <laughs> it's Thursday. <laughs> so, so what do you tell this woman? <laughs> I like where you're going with that, though. Because that's a good um, balance. What part? Just kidding. I like where you're going. Down. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm so mad at myself for laughing at that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, I like what you said because. Hold on. Do you see that? Yeah, just a little. What is that? It's from the pillows and stuff. No, that's a bug flying around in a circle. It's not a bug. It is absolutely a bug. Look at that. Uh-huh. It's going up. I don't see the bug. Unfortunately, I'm sure you guys can't see that. But no, because I can't even really see it. really bugged me out for a second. But I'm bugged me out. <laughs> okay. Go ahead now. What's wrong with us? Okay. Go ahead, baby. But it provided a balance to the way that I look at it. Mm-hmm. At being, or taking the position of the emailer and being like the hypothetical recipient of that type of behavior or whatever. Um, Yeah. So maybe the guy is acting and not even remotely considering how it would make her feel. So should she accept if he does turn around and start posting? Mm -hmm. Do you think so? Yeah. Yeah. If if, if it comes from a a place of, yes, I want to make you happy I don't mean any disrespect, then absolutely. But if it's like, oh, fuck, I got to post this bitch again. All right, let me go do that. Then that's something different. But if it comes from a good place, absolutely. From the information that she gave, what's your gut tell you? Do you think it's coming from a good place? Do you think that he's being honest? Because he gave about 18 different excuses as to why he doesn't do it. I mean, one thing with a a guy, if he feels like the excuse is not enough, he'll just start making up other excuses. (laughs) It could be the fact that he he wants to to get more followers and to attract a a, a different clientele at his club. It could be. Um, But I would have that conversation with him and see how real it is and... And seems well, like she had 18 of those conversations. That seems like she did. But I mean, now is one of those What's things. your gut telling you? What do you think? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I need more information. But from from hearing this. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'll be honest. There's only one reason where a guy posts this picture of a girl and then all of a sudden never post her again. There's only one. She believes, <clears throat> she believes that that is not the case. Everybody, she, she made it her business to say that. Everybody believes that until it happens. So um, I think that the one thing that's obvious to me mm-hmm. is that he wants to appear single. Mm-hmm. For what reason? It could be numerous reasons. Numerous reasons right. why he wants to appear single, and. I would suggest that she gets to the bottom of that. Mm-hmm. Why is it so important to you that you appear single at the detriment right. of our relationship? Correct. So why, why, when you put that on the scale, why does you appearing 
single way heavier than our relationship and right. the obvious effect that it has. Because if there are 18 different excuses, that means she's brought it up 18 different times. So I think it's clear to him how important it is to her. So the conversation that you're saying that she should have, I'm sure she's had already. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he hasn't done it. So let's take it a step further. Let's say he has no intention of changing his social media. She very, or the way he goes about his social media, she very clearly stated that it's not something she's willing to lose the relationship over. So mm-hmm. what do you think? I mean, if she's not willing to lose a relationship over, I mean, it's clear and day. Suck it up. She got to suck it up. And just be hurt and resentful. That's all she can do. If she's not willing to say, or she's not going to end the relationship over that. She said it's not that serious going to that far. And he doesn't want to still do it. I mean, what else can she do? What else can she do? Hold the poom poom away from him? I don't know. Like, there's nothing else that she can do. So she said that, you know, it She's makes not her po- be spiteful and not post him. He doesn't but apparently like he, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. So that doesn't do anything. So <laughs> you kicked me earlier. <laughs> Rub it on your thigh. <laughs> um, so is there anything that's not too drastic? or relationship threatening that she can do to kind of assert her position in the relationship. And listen, I know it's not our jobs as halves of a relationship to punish. Right. But I'd be lying if I told you that I didn't think that at times people need a little sting Mm -hmm. to get a point. So what you think she should do? This is, uh, I don't know if this is going to be easily understood, but I personally, because this is just what I would do. So I don't know if I would call it advice. I don't really like that word, but pretty much when we talk on the podcast, I kind of put myself in the situation and I try to figure out, well, what would I do in right. that situation? In that situation, I would change. If I've come to you several times and I've told you that something bothers me and either you're giving me an excuse And then I come to you again and then you're following it by an excuse or you're just Mm -hmm. kind of brushing off the way that I feel or kind of hushing me or yesing me or wanting me or, you know, just kind of like, okay, go sit down over there and then leaving me to deal with my feelings. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to change on you. Now, how they'd be like, you know, like change up, like I would change up, Mm -hmm. you know, I wouldn't be like nice gear. I might be nice ish, but the typical things that I would do for you. I wouldn't do anymore. Um, The typical way that I would go about loving you, I wouldn't do anymore. I wouldn't be as demonstrative at that point anymore. Like you are going to feel the loss of something. Like something is going to lack from your perspective because you keep doing something to hurt me. I tell you and then you do nothing about it. And I keep being the same me to you. That tells you it's okay to continue hurting me. Mm -hmm. So... I would have to withdraw and day by day, I would see how that goes because I've only been with you. Mm -hmm. So I know how you respond to certain things. She might be with a guy that she withdraws and then he withdraws further Mm -hmm. and then it puts them in a deeper hole. So I would suggest starting out with that and then seeing what happens. And then that 
change in her behavior might bring on new conversation, deeper conversation. At the very le- at the very least, it might cause him to take her more seriously. So I would start with that, but like you can't I, I can't just keep being a loser in the relationship. Right. Like I can't just keep losing. You know, like mm-hmm. so this really hurts me. It really bothers me. Whether he thinks it's insignificant or not, if I'm ending up hurt, like I'm feeling like a loser. And she used Words that were like synonyms of that, like did she use the word pathetic or whatever? Like she definitely said something to that nature. Like that is how she's feeling. Like I gotta, I have to feel like I have to beg you to have to like halfway show me off to people. Like I'm your girl of three years. You're probably my future, and I gotta beg you to be known by the people on your. No, I'm I'm not gonna do that. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to feel like a loser. So, and I agree with you. I I think there's things that, you know, you should fall back on until he understands how real it is and how it affects you. And I think that, you know, if you guys are out there listening, let us know what you think. I I would love to hear your opinions and maybe we'll forward her some of the things that you guys say. And uh, you can always email us the Casey crew at gmail.com, or you can hit us up uh, in the comment section. Cause I'm curious to see what, what you guys would think as well. Yes. All right. Well, we want to say we appreciate you guys. And again, um, let me shout out to our sponsor, Custom Candle Co. Uh, they have all the coolest candles and we're actually working on something that's going to be very special. Hopefully we'll have it by the end of spring, early summer. But these are the coolest candles. I mean, she recycles. Uh, They're all sh- handmade. Champagne glasses, champagne bottles and liquor bottles and makes it into good smelling candles. They're perfect for Mother's Day gifts or just regular gifts. And if the power goes out, a, if you have a the power, the power goes, goes out, out Corona, Corona time, <laughs> these lights would be good money. But if you have a bar or a bar cart or something like that, these would just look beautiful. Or if you have your your own favorite liquor or, you know, tequila or whatever, you know, give her a shout out. Grab one of her candles. They make great gifts and wonderful things for the home. Absolutely. So it's time to get up out of here. Yes. We'll see you guys later. And don't forget, we got those mugs. If you need a mug, we got them for you. The Casey Crew Podcast. Just DM mugs and wine glasses. I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Toodles. Toodles.